Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of Japan according to Akio. This one is a I want to say humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm not going to hype it up like that. But <laughs> just me using the word, the phrase humdinger is like, where did that come from? But anyway, all right, whatever. Anyway, um, not too long, not too short, just a little bit in the middle. Uh, we talk about, again, a major uh, weather related situation that's been happening in Japan that I'm dead smack in the middle of. Well, you know, actually, now that I think about it. Which has just happened. Um, I'll give you a play by play of that shit. And then, surprisingly, you know, as the, the conversation developed, uh, we get into another TV related um, recommendation. So, if you like the recommendation from the previous episode, this one will also tie into that and I think give you a bit more context of relationships here in Japan. Starting off in the conversation, I did not think it would go there, but I believe that's the beauty of the podcast is that you know it goes where it goes it flows where it flows nobody knows i damn sure don't know and you'll find that out in this podcast in this episode but i'm happy with the way it went i'm happy the way it turned out and i think you will enjoy it all right y'all oh hey y'all hey y'all welcome to 93 episode 93 of japan according to akil Uh, this time I'm gonna try something different. If it pick, if it just shows up in the um, audio, my bad. I'm leaving the air conditioner on this time. I'll try and take it out in editing. If it doesn't come out completely, my bad. Um, yeah, but it's it's kind of humid in the in the Kanto area, which is the Tokyo uh, general um, area, pretty much. Excuse me, which explain the theme of. To the, tonight's lesson, by the way, if you want to know, it's like one something in the morning, um, on a quiet but event filled day here in Japan, uh, which I'll get to in a second. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> a lot, a lot. I mean, a lot, but not a lot. The reason why is because we had this massive fucking typhoon, uh, sweeping through the, um, sweeping, sweeping through Japan today um it was a daytime typhoon which was kind of interesting um especially since it's like you know pretty much mid-october and typhoon season typically ends around the around uh well yeah around this time it's pretty much the end of typhoon season but now that i think about it um the when i came to japan was actually my my japan anniversary my 15 year anniversary in japan just passed on The seventh of October, so actually, I think my second day here in Japan, a typhoon hit. So it's not so uncommon. I have to take that back. It's not so uncommon for a typhoon to hit around this season, but this was like a really big one. I mean, stretched across like you know a lot, a wide span of Japan. Luckily for me, um, in the area that I was in, it kind of like we got clipped by we clipped the edge of it, but like a little bit west of where we are just got hit with a bunch of rain a bunch of flooding um shit was kind of crazy out here but today was kind of a quiet day 
So I'm kind of happy about that. You know, pretty much just um, stayed in the house, the whole family, um, watching movies, you know, taking naps, shit like that. So it was cool. It was cool, really chill. Um, everything's kind of calmed down now. I was going to record last night, but I was like, it'll probably, I'll probably have more shit to talk about after the typhoon than before the typhoon. And yeah, yeah, it's not going to be a long one because, I mean, it's not like, I wasn't like wandering around the streets doing like action reporting and shit. Like, you know, I was like in my fucking socks, like, you know, on the sofa, <laughs> just hanging out, you know, taking a nap and shit. So not too much there. Uh, one interesting thing, though, um, which you're going to hear me harping about the Olympics again. I have one article for you. Again, it's weather related, which because, as you know, as you probably know, if you've been listening to the podcast a lot, the Rugby World Cup is going on here in Japan. And. For the first time ever, a game was canceled during the Rugby World Cup because of the weather. And, the, and an article that goes with that is Rugby World Cup organizers canceled two games due to Typhoon. And I, th- I believe it looks like it's from Japan today. It's from Japan today. Again, Rugby World Cup organizers canceled two games due to Typhoon. It's pretty much what it says it is. Like, it's kind of the first time in history where you know rugby matches were canceled because of fucking weather and yeah that, that's kind of again don't be fucking surprised if this time next year or a little bit before in, in 11 months when the paralympics are going on this same storyline repeats itself like japan weather is fucking crazy <laughs> like it's fucking crazy and like <laughs> i'm trying to harp on this shit like Putting a fucking the Paralympics dead smack in the middle of typhoon season just is not a good look at all. And it's just just more proof like, yo, she can go left really fucking fast here. Like the weather changes on a dime. Typhoons are just lining up like they're fucking waiting for McDonald's and shit. Like just waiting to fucking enter the country like it's the goddamn airport immigration or some shit. It's crazy. Like, you know, in September and fucking October, we just get hit with typhoons like every week, week and a half, two weeks. It's literally like that. And so, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next year. I'm pretty sure the organizers are just like, fuck it, whatever. But it was crazy. You know, eh, whatever. It'll be interesting to see what happens like this time next year. But but yeah, it was a really strong typhoon. Um, I, w- I was watching the news a little bit earlier, you know, pretty much flooding in different areas and stuff like that. The riverbanks in and around Tokyo are pretty full. I mean, it's not like widespread disaster from what I'm seeing. Like, I think a few old people got injured from like trying to like do work in the fucking rain and shit like that. Like, um, last night, the night before the typhoon came, I was like doing some preparations around the house and I noticed like a tree was um a small tree don't don't i'm not fucking paul bunyan or no shit but like um a a tree was um kind of a little bit like inching its way towards the power lines of one of our neighbors so i was like let me cut that bitch down so i just chopped that motherfucking half real quick you know in the dark like last night when the rain was just starting but that was about it everything else i could pretty much do um was close the storm shutters and shit like that um, but yeah, yeah, typhoons in Japan are a real thing. And if you've never experienced a typhoon, they're, I, I believe I've talked about it before, they're no fucking joke. You're not, I mean, thank goodness I'm really happy this one happened during the day. Um, the wind was pretty strong, but, you know, all the, like, storms, we have storm shutters, like, all of them were closed. So, you know, I just took, like, an afternoon nap and 
just before it got really, really strong. So I, I was like knocked the fuck out. I was knocked out last night. I was knocked out today. You know, it was pretty chill. We have a bunch of food here. Like, it was really nothing to worry about. No blackouts in this area. There have been blackouts, I believe, like 300,000. No, 30,000, not 300,000. No, 300,000. Yeah, 300,000 people about without power at this point in the Tokyo metropolitan area. Now the storm is moving towards the Fukushima area and shit like that. Lots of flooding over there. I'm sure tomorrow I'll see a bunch of news shit related to that. But just for now, I'm just like, fucking, I'm not really in the mood. But yeah, that's what's going on here around Tokyo. An interesting thing, <laughs> one interesting thing that happened is... um. Like, during, like, I've had, not nightmares, but I kind of thought about this scenario. Like, yo, what if this happened? What the fuck would I do? And what the fuck would it be like? And my one experience that I did not want to have, I experienced during this fucking uh, typhoon, which is an earthquake. Like, so, uh... Like, right when the peak of the fucking typhoon was going on, um, we had not super, in this area, not super serious, but we had, like, an earthquake, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, you know, I was like, come on, man. Because, like, earthquakes, a lot of times you can feel them coming. You know, like, it's like a, I believe I talked about before, it's like a rumble in the distance. Not even in the distance, like, on your, in your feet, you can hear it and you can see, you can feel it coming. So, like, I was, like, doing, I was in the living room by myself and I was doing some shit and I was like, oh, that's an earthquake. And, like, you, you have, like, about a five to, generally speaking, there's some that just come, like, like, just come. But generally, you can kind of hear and feel the rumble, especially if you're not in the epicenter, you know, because it's like it's like a ripple effect. It just kind of spreads out, reverberates out. So, like, you can, you know, you can feel it approaching and hear it approaching, really. And so I was just like, felt it. And I was like, and you have this like, you know, if you come here, you'll experience it. When the earthquake hits, at first, it's like a five to ten second window where you know it's an earthquake. But you kind of stop and you're like, okay, it's coming. How strong is this motherfucker? Like, is it like, oh shit? Is it like, stop your conversation and feel it out? Or is it, oh no, it's just a little something, a little tremor. You know, and so like, I went through that. But then in my mind, I'm like, yo, it's a time. And I'm just like chuckling to myself like, you got to be fucking kidding me. If, like, the big one happens during a fucking typhoon, like, all bets are off. Like, you know, because this ain't no bullshit that's typhoon. This is like a fucking typhoon. So I'm just like, come on, man. Come on, don't do this to me. Like, you know, I'm like, please don't do this to me <laughs> for, like, a second. And, you know, it just kind of the rumbling comes, and then it gets a little bit stronger. I'm like, oh, the house starts moving. I'm like... Okay, this is kind of like more than nothing, you know. And then, it, but it kind of stopped there. It wasn't like a oh shit kind of typhoon. It was just like a stop your conversation typhoon. It didn't escalate beyond that. Thank goodness. But I peed my pants a little bit, you know. I sh a little bit of poop came out my butt. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like you know, <laughs> it might get really real. <laughs> but um, nah, nah, I'm, I'm fucking with you, but. But but it you know it we it it was it was like a bit of a like 
fuck kind of mo- kind of moment today. Um, besides that, it was pretty tame from a typhoon standpoint. Luckily, because from what I've seen and what I've heard, like a, a lot of the areas, just a little bit west and northwest of where I'm at, really got hit pretty hard. Just looking at the radar all, radar all day, I was like, damn. Like, you know, <laughs> and the wind, uh, we were talking about it too. Um, the wind is, uh, I've never, living here especially, I've never heard, uh, tight where I'm at right now, I've never heard the wind blow this strong during a typhoon. I'll say that. Like, the wind sounded different this time. Um, than it has been before. And, you know, it, the thing was like, because it, it was like a Category 5 typhoon before it hit the coast of Japan. But um, I, don't, I don't really know what temperature it was when it hit. But, I mean, I, it wasn't like, like Hurricane Katrina type shit. You know, it wasn't like, I was like, oh, please don't be this shit. But, um, but, but, but it, it was, I could hear wind significantly stronger than what I heard before. Um, what I what I what I have heard before, um, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much my day, just hanging out with the family, trying to be like the calm, chill face of all this shit going on. Um, yeah, it was kind of interesting, you know. Um, I don't know if it was interesting, good, but it was just interesting, you know. Um, one more thing I'm doing again. It's not too much stuff. I'm not that I'm gonna get out of here. I'm watching this fucking show. Which is quite interesting. Um, it'll be more dating shit. Like, because I went to, I had the chance, thanks to one of my friends, to go to um, an NBA game, pre- NBA preseason game that, that was held here in Japan like a few days ago. And when I came back home, like, it, you know, I was, I think after that we went and had some dinner and some drinks with some, a few other people. And, you know, so I'm a little bit drunk. I get home late. I had it was a long, like, line to get a taxi um because it was raining too that day too so I, I took a taxi um to where i live and and you know um so i'm a little bit wet i'm like fuck it, i'll take a shower in the morning and you know i'm eating fucking oranges and shit and, and i'm just scrolling through amazon prime and I'm, uh, let me turn this tv back on and try and find this shit I, I can't read all the kanji for it for the show and i'm you might be hard pressed to find it but for me it was an interesting ass show it is an interesting ass show um, I'm working my way through it. Like, it's kind of like, now that I think about it, because I'm talking to you guys about it, it's like this Japanese version. Let me pause this shit because this dude's talking to her. It's like a um, Japanese version of Sex in the City. And again, my bad if, like, the TV fucking vibes or whatever pick up on this. Is Kyoto Joshi something, something, something. Um, I can't read the other two kanji. I can't, I can't read... Or something. I don't know that what that other kanji is, but basically, let me see if I can find it. No, not Kyoto. Tokyo. Oh, sorry. Tokyo. One second. Uh, give me a second. Damn, I think there's some other. Uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry again. Sorry about this. Ah, I got it. I got it. I got it. So what it is? Anyone watched? It's called Tokyo Girl. Okay, apparently it's called Tokyo Girl. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 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 called Tokyo Girl. It's two a 2016 TV series, right? And huh, now that I want to know how many, how many genre written by you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's weird. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Zukan Tokyo Tokyo Joshi Zukan. I don't really know what Zukan means. But I know Cheese is, uh, I can recognize one of the characters from it as from like a map. But but pretty much I'll, I'll explain it. Like um, if you have a chance to watch it, uh, I would recommend watching it. Oh, it might be. Oh, it might be on YouTube. Hold on. Let me, let me do some digging for you guys. I'm seeing something on YouTube right now. Uh oh! Somebody threw this thing on. Who threw this on YouTube? Yeah, someone threw it on YouTube. So I see the first episode of the show on YouTube, and it has English subtitles. Actually, that's interesting. I might because I'm watching it all in Japanese. So some of the details of this shit are kind of going over my head. Like I was watching it um, with my mother-in-law, and she was kind of like helping me answer a few questions about shit but but the general overarching story is um it's pretty easy for me to understand but like so again it's called tokyo girls it's i'm sure if you type in tokyo girl 2016 amazon uh you know amazon japan amazon prime japan uh yeah that that'll probably come up but but <laughs> it's just, for me personally again this is one of those like sociological kind of like understanding like the background or, or the the way of thinking of Japanese people type TV shows and I was talking about I was talking to my mother-in-law about it and it was kind of interesting because she was like yeah that's what Japanese guys are like and yeah that's what people nowadays are like and I was like huh and, and it does kind of go with um themes that I hear and see just let me say that in my life here in Japan um, the character she basically what it is is I won't spoil anything to it if you do watch it again the um the I I do see the first episode of it um someone posted don't tell anybody okay <laughs> keep that shit to yourself okay but um if you type in um Tokyo Girl and in parentheses or if you just type in Tokyo Girl episode one it'll come up I'm sure let me see if if episode two Tokyo Girl and Episode two. Hmm. I don't see episode two on here. Yeah, I just see episode one. So they might, the person might have just throw, threw in the first episode. But um, yeah, I just see the first episode on here. That's that's weird. That's that's weird. But whatever. If you want to watch the first episode and get a feel for it, and then you maybe you can hunt it down somewhere else the first episode is on youtube with english subtitles what i'm watching however is no non-subtitles so i do kind of again i could probably understand about 60 percent of the show like some of the some of the details of it it, it does move kind of a little bit fast for me especially talking about like 
relationships and, and you know, life philosophies and shit. It's kind of like a Sex in the City type show where basically this, this girl, she grew up in Akita, which is like a northern part of Japan. It's famous for quote-unquote Akita Bijin, which are um, beautiful women from the Akita prefecture. And apparently, again, I don't really know. I just hear the term a lot. Um, you know, so if you see someone, if you hear someone from Akita, a woman from Akita, you, if, if she, you just say, ah, Akita Bijin. And then she'd be like, you know, but anyway, um, so what she what happened was she's she was you know was pissed, pissed off about live growing up in Akita. Sorry, I'm gonna kind of spoil the first episode for you a bit. Just spoiler alert. So she kind of grew, you know, was a little bit pissed about growing up in Akita in like a small town. Was like, God damn it, I'm special. I should be in Tokyo. Tokyo's where the action is. I should be fucking trendy. You know, I want you know that's her like life goal is to be like a trendy ass like Tokyo girl. So eventually she, she you know, comes to Tokyo, finds her way, finds a job. And it's like one season. It's only one season of the show, but it shows her, like, climbing, quote, unquote, the ranks, if you will. It, that's the kind of unrealistic part of it, um, climbing the ranks of areas in Tokyo. The funny part is, like, I'm watching kind of, like, three different areas, and I'm in, like, all of those areas two two of the areas i used to actually live really near like one is like uh sanginjaya which is kind of like it kind of downplays it in the show but like it's kind of like a young trendy area on the outskirts of like the the, the trendiest part of tokyo next is ebis which i was like actually there the other day and i was just like i used to live like not i'm not do i'm not bragging by the way i'm not bragging i'm just giving you some context to these areas that's all you know um yeah, really near a place I used to live um, for like an area I used to live for like almost ten years when I lived in Central Tokyo. It was really convenient, really cool. That was like a, again hitting the nightlife, doing shit like that. And now she's in Ginza, which you know I go to quite a bit for work and things like that. And so me just watching it is just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's just like you know her, like her experiences with different types of guys. But you can really see like the mating and dating process. It is kind of like a Sex and the City type thing. Mainly her from her late twenties to like early thirties. And I don't know what's going. I'm not through the whole show yet. But for me, again, I'm watching it. I, I stumbled upon it. It's I guess Amazon Prime recommended to me for watching this show. I recommended in the previous episode, the, you know, my darling's a foreigner type show. So it also recommended that. And just the title kind of like made me be like, what the fuck is this? And just start watching. It's like, huh? And for me, just, you know, again, I liked, um, you know, I was a sociology major in university. I like to understand people and you know how they work and one thing that with that makes this show interesting for me is because there's an internal dialogue she's narrating it you know her thoughts and things like that so you can kind of see what her priorities are and what the priorities are of modern jab a lot not a lot many i'll just say many modern young japanese women especially um and especially if if you had the chance to watch the previous movie that I recommended, this would for me it was a good follow up as well because a lot of and now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even plan on talking about any of this shit, which is awesome though. But again, which happens sometimes in the podcast. Now that I'm talking through it with you guys, it kind of connects a lot of dots for me. Um, that the th- remember I told you like a lot of things, background information in the my darling is a foreigner 
didn't really um, get, it was kind of unspoken. You had to kind of, you know, read into a lot of things from context. Well, if you can find this show with English subtitles, it actually adds verbal context to some of the shit from the of the movie I recommended in the previous episode. You know, as far as like, um, stabi- you have to read between the lines a little bit, but if you connect the dots between like stability and, um, you know, wanting like the finer things in life and and, and come, you know, the cattiness between women and things like that. But but how it ha- again, of course, it's dramatized, but but I think it's based in reality quite a bit. You know, because I've kind of seen things in this realm, not to this degree, but in this realm. That's why I was kind of like interested in it, just kind of go a little bit deep, dig a little bit deeper. I was like, oh, okay, oh shit, that's what they're thinking about. Oh, fuck, that's that's what that look means. Like, oh wow, that's what they're like. Okay, I see. And and on the surface, I'm not gonna lie. Like wa- watching this type of show, if you do watch this type of show, I have to warn you: you might, your first instinct might be like these. Motherfuckers, I'm not gonna use another derogatory word, but these motherfuckers are gold diggers, especially if you're a guy, right? You might be like, all Japanese women are gold diggers. But I'd like to add some context to this with, with, that goes with this recommendation. Which is, I'd like for you to think about it like in the context of, and which I didn't realize until after I got married and things like that. In Japanese society, there's really a, a fuckload of pressure on women, and you know, um, to get like choosing like women. Japanese women basically have to be very calculating the where society is at this point because to get married um, means to kind of give up your life in a, in a lot of ways, you know. Uh, it, it, it's changing and it's not necessarily like that nowadays, but um, I believe when this was made about 10 years ago, it seems like 10 years ago. It says like about 2006, but it feels like it's a little bit older, you know, older than that. So, uh, 2000, sorry, not 2006. 2000, it, it's Wikipedia, whatever the fuck that's worth. It says it, it came out in like 2017, I believe, if you give it like a couple of years. So, but feel the feel of it feels like about ten years ago, um, and so like, but around that time, you know, even like until recently, you know, getting married is, and it, which is and that change has is not a guarantee now. It means you have to kind of give up your career, right? You have to give up your career, give up your income, and basically, you know, tie your hitch to the your your spouse in Japanese society. Wherever his fortunes lie is wherever your fortunes lie. So you have to find someone that you think is viable. It's not like, hey, let's come, like in Western society, let's come together. I love you. You love me. And let's make it work and we'll find a way. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I like that sound effect. Nope. <laughs> in Japanese society, it's not like that at all. Especially because we're, up until this point, we're in like the salary man kind of way of thinking. Which means like, you know, you get into a company... You work there, and if it's a good company, if you can get into a good company, you stay there and lifetime employment and all that jazz. That's kind of ending now, but there are still, like, people who really lock into, like, there's still that cream of the quote-unquote cream of the crop who really get picked for, you know, really elite companies who have the skills that they want. And, they're there again, they're just there for life, and that's going to be the road that they choose. But those people who have the quote-unquote attractive qualities for women become like you know just just like you know brains for zombies basically this is like you know type of women in the show are really doing whatever they can 
to get that type of guy that they quote unquote feel that they deserve. You know, I guess that might be a universal kind of concept, but it really plays out here in a completely different way. Then again, the main character really does not have a lot of sense in a lot of ways for me personally, especially with the point where I'm at in life. I'm just like, yo, why, why would you just do that? Like, <laughs> I was just, I was watching a few episodes with my mother in law, and like, you know, I was just like, yeah, well, watch this is happening i'm pretty much this is gonna happen how i've seen a lot of tv shows like this definitely this is gonna happen this is gonna happen he's gonna be like this she's gonna be like that and it played similar you know with a few loops and curves it kind of played out how i thought it is but for me the most and even now i was just watching a bit and just like why did you do that you already know what's gonna happen you know but um Listening to the priorities of this type of character, I think, is very important, especially if you're a guy. For me, as a guy or a single guy or someone coming into Japan, especially if you're single, I think it's something to really understand. Um, but again, not to like down Japanese women at all. This character isn't really the you know sharpest knife in the fucking cupboard, but <laughs> but um, I don't down her for her ambitions. Uh, I, it seems misguided to me, especially the point I'm at, I'm at in life, but I can't fault that person for that, especially the way Japanese society is, because in a lot of ways it pushes <coughs> women like women to act like that, you know, um, where you have to kind of look at a guy's quote unquote potential, look at his, you know, profile, his resume, especially even if you watch the way um, um, a few quote-unquote gokons, which are matchmaking parties, are handled here. Watch. I was surprised to see, like, yo, do people really introduce themselves like that? And, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, nowadays it kind of maybe happens like that. And, yeah, I mean, I, w I would imagine, yeah, I guess when you get to a certain point, that's how kind of Japanese people really operate. You know, I could totally see that happening um, in the quote-unquote salaryman business person employee level. Entrepreneurship is a, is a bit different. You know, it's a wild card. And the people you date, you deal with are a bit, a bit more of a wild card. But as a foreign person, again, you're listening to this. You're not Japanese. You're a foreign person. I would say, the, especially if you're a guy coming to Japan, you know, more than in your early 20s, you, this is something you kind of need to understand. And beyond a fling or in a serious relationship, these type of thoughts are what goes on in your girlfriend's mind. Even if you're here, I'm sorry, like... She's, you know, you might think shit is all good, but this type of shit is what she's thinking about when she's with you, even though she seems happy on the surface. It's just the way it is because she has to be like that because to marry you, for example, might mean quitting her job that she's been working at for years, her altering her career path or having a child with you definitely means that, you know, in this society, like, like, it's not like, hey, you, like, it's just completely different than it is in America and probably in your country as well. So um, that would be something I would recommend for you. Um, but 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 that's that's about it. That's all I actually have. Um, I'm happy I could actually connect the dots, especially with this TV show in the end, because pretty much I came in here like, hey, I'm just going to talk about the typhoon, and that shit dried up real quick. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's like 10 minutes into this bitch, so what am I going to do? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm happy, like, it actually, again, talking through it, connected with my TV recommendation from the previous... Um, episode so you have a bit of homework you know check down tokyo girl i'm gonna finish watching this shit in all japanese uh and do a bit more editing i believe but definitely again for on youtube i could only see the first episode of it with english subtitles so um again it's tokyo girl 
uh, Tokyo, Joshi, Zukan. Let me see what Zukan means before I get out of here because I'm curious about it. And I'll let you guys go. Zukan. Picture book. Okay. Tokyo Girl Picture Book or Illustration. Yeah, picture book kind of. Manual, if you will. Field uh, field guide is probably better. A better field guide might be a better. Um, yeah, f- field guide I'd say is a is a better translation of it. It just seems more appropriate for the show. But yeah, check it out if you can, uh, if you can find it online somewhere. I think it, it's interesting for me. It's an interesting. I mean, the show not so much, but just culturally, just understanding a segment of Japan as a whole. I believe is quite interesting. Um, I disagree with the picture that person paints of Tokyo. Again, maybe because I lived in Tokyo and I, I'm familiar with a lot of the areas that they were. I'm like, oh yeah, I was there the other day. Like the streets they're walking. I'm like, oh, I was there the other day. Like I was literally on that street, like you know, on Thursday. <laughs> so you know, um, my bus stop was right there. You know, <laughs> so like that kind of gives me a little, a little bit more of I don't know context to it or whatever. But, um. I would say I don't know. I'll just leave it up to you. You 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 know, or you can hit me up at questions for keel at gmail.com. Tell me your two cents. That would be cool too. Um, but hey, that's it. All right, man, let me get out of here. Let me try and do some other shit before I go to bed. Cause it's almost two o'clock in the morning. And but I got tomorrow off. Yay. So um that's it. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll let you next time. Peace.